Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau, and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work Life Wine Time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 69 of the Work Wife Wine Time podcast, the podcast for women in business who are looking for connection and the support of other women who are sharing the same business journey. Awesome. So it's Dora with you today and I'm super excited to connect you with our guest and work wife herself, Marie Sharma. Welcome. Hello. So happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you on, Marie. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? What, yes, where do I start? Um, so I've been in Melbourne for over three years and a half. I'm from France. I travel a lot, you know, abroad. And I'm basically, I started years back a digital marketing agency, speaking friendly digital. We specialize in website, SEO content, all the amazing technical words that some people like get really uncomfortable with but I'm also going through at the moment undergoing certification as a life coach so lots of different hats uh, for me amazing and how did you get into friendly digital Oof, um, many many years ago um, when I opened my first business back then I was in the travel industry I wanted to I would say like maybe bridge the gap between people knowing about technology and people that don't know about technology and then I didn't know at that time really what website design was all about because I had to learn we all had to do our first website and I realized that the communication you know between some of the agency that knew about technical words and people that did not um, there was a lack of communication between the two and I started really looking into it and being passionate about the fact to soften the boundary and making I will say technology a little bit more approachable and friendly digital words so people could understand. So not only having to do something and have an agency or anyone do it for them, but understand what it's all about and having the message conveyed the right way. So I think that's what the friendly digital and the agency is really coming from a passion to bring people together, I would say from two different backgrounds. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely see it as a copywriter and marketer. We all speak different languages, whether it's the website mm-hmm. developer, the owner of a business, um, copywriters and marketers. And I guess we all try and do our best to kind of make it user-friendly, but sometimes yes. that gets lost in translation. <laughs> it does. And and definitely like technology can be, I would say, intimidating and very daunting because you, we all know what has to be done, but it doesn't mean it's easy to understand where to start and how to do it the right way, and if we are doing is the right way of doing something. So I guess the Friendly Digital is about really also having everyone finding their own way to do something, a little bit like to cut the noise and find what works for them, because what works for you may not work for me, and everybody has to find something that's um, the best appropriate for themselves and the business. There's no solution fits all online. That's what I believe. Oh, absolutely. I agree. No one, no one size fits all. Absolutely. Um, can you, I see you talk about kindness online in your, in your messaging, in your socials. Can you talk us more about kindness online and what it's all about? It's a, it's a lot about, um, I think, looking after each other. There's a lot going on on social media. We consume a lot of content. 
some of the content we choose, some of the content we don't. It's a little bit impersonless and it comes into a feed. So I always, you know, believe that all of us as an online community, there's a lot of way that we can really look after each other and be kind and to also understand that people have their voice out there not to get stuck to what we see or what we read, but to go further and try to understand the person behind the account and to really, you know, aim, you know, to make time and try to understand and respect, you know, people. So I'm starting doing that a lot when I was triggered, you know, myself about looking at a lot of accounts that I didn't want to follow. And I was telling a lot of people around me that unfollowing is a very quick thing to do. Everybody, you know, we all forget that it's a platform and it's like a house. You know who you invite at home or not. So I think we've been losing, you know, a little bit understanding, like I welcome everyone, but not everyone is for us and being really more aware, like a mindfulness maybe around the space and being kind, you know, in that matter, because then the community and the people following us, they are our people and, you know, respecting, you know, other voice as well. So, yes, I'm passionate about that because I think it's very important. It's an amazing platform. Any platform is amazing in order to meet people and get the message out there. And it's not about the volume. It's not about the quantity. But if you message with one person and make it better, we all win. I think that's where, that's what I hope. And I try to aim uh, each time I post something or I basically communicate or interact online. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I don't know, I go through phases where I go through and I unsubscribe from emails or I, unsub, you know, I unfollow accounts. So I think I did a big clean out of my Facebook um, a couple of weeks ago and okay. clean up of my con like my phone contacts because there's people in there that I haven't spoken to in six years. And I was mm. like, why am I holding on to all this? And I felt like after I did that, it, I just felt this like, relief. It's, it's like I did a big cleansing. <laughs> I'm sensing it when you say relief. This is true. I feel uh, it's a big way. It's like a spring cleaning, but you can do that any time <laughs> of the year. <laughs> Absolutely. You need a digital spring clean. I like that. <laughs> yes, a digital spring cleaning every day of the year, though. No, no limits. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's when you choose to do it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, Self-care in the digital space is a topic that resonates with a lot. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? So very, I think the more kindness online and self-care, they really go together. I think self-care was to push it so forward. And it's been a concept that's been really <clears throat> linked to me as a life coach, you know, as well. Because we spend a lot of time online. And I think it's so important that we understand um, what works for, the, for us as people, what we say yes to, what we say no to, and protecting our space, you know, and knowing that, there's a lot and we tend not to set boundaries and we wake up in the morning, we're on a phone or we go to bed, we're on a phone. And listen, I believe that there's no right or wrong. It's not about not doing something because I'm saying it. I'm always very aware to ask everyone to ask themselves the question, what works? Some people may use it in the morning and it's a good thing. Like I use it in the morning because I plan the day. But I had, I've stopped using it at night. For other people, it's the other way. So it's not about having one rule that will work again for everyone. It's a little bit of mindfulness to realize what triggers us. And if something triggers you online, this, it's very important to address it, you know, and to find a solution to make you feel better about certain things. So you mentioned, you know, people, but that could be accounts. That could be accounts that you simply, as I mentioned, unfollow. 
because you know your self-care or your mental well-being is being impacted you know by those accounts and it's the kind of content that you simply don't want to see so i think it's finding you know a balance but again being mindful about the choices that we make the people that we follow and really trying to understand what works for me what resonates for me online what i want to follow what i want to unfollow what i want to read about what i'm not interesting to know about and again there's no right or wrong you know it's really one person at a time so the self-care is really inviting kindly everyone to pause to look at what's happening how an account make them feel how being too much on their phone make us feel and what are the trigger and the positive trigger to ideally make, do more of that but the negative you know trigger to be aware to address them and to push them softly on the side because we can, you know, not as much as possible if we can, we have the possibility not to have to basically to go through them. I think it's important, you know, to do it for, for all of us. So that's the concept that's very close to my heart too. Because self-care is a big word, but self-care online is a big thing. We spend so much time on computer with clients, with work. And then even as a hobby, most of us on the weekend, at night, we're on the phone. So it's a big thing to consider what it does to us, you know, as people. So that's the idea behind that. Yeah, that's that's really amazing. And you're right, it got me thinking about some of the accounts I've been following and lately that have been coming up on my newsfeed and they've got they've had some really inspirational positive messages each day mm -hmm. by some of the accounts that I follow. And I notice that when they come up and I read them, I smile to myself because I'm like, yes, that's mm. you know, that's what <laughs> That's my, you know, that's my people. That's my message, you know, and I feel good. But when the opposite happens, I guess you kind of see the difference. So, um, yeah, it is. I, and I found myself lately, especially after doing, a, you know, clean up a couple of weeks ago on my Facebook, I've noticed that I'm now if something comes up and I, and I find it doesn't resonate, I go and unfollow the account because, you know, I don't, I don't feel like it's adding, you know, it may add value to someone else, but it doesn't yes. to me. So, and I don't think mm. it's a good or a bad thing it's just you know i think we just need to recognize what's yeah it's not what's good bad. It's just that thing yeah what's the line and how it makes you feel i think you know yeah. we really need to tune more with the feelings and the emotion about something and uh it's right if it's right for you that's all it is you know so if the account makes you feel like smiley and inspired it's great but if it's the other way and you start not feeling so good about yourself it's important to say you know what I'm going to pause. It's not for me. That's all. Yeah, you know, just, just whatever you feel, what's important to you. That's yeah. what matters. Absolutely. And it's good to see if it is, if it is triggering. Sometimes it's good to deep a little, dig a little bit deeper and see, well, what is it mm. that's brought that up? And, and what can I do? Is that something that, you know, I, I can change the way I look at things? Or, you know, is there something in it? Um, I think the opposite effect can also give us a piece of who we are or who we're not. Absolutely. And who you are as a person, you know, and what's important, definitely. Yes, there's a deep question there. When you when we make the time, I completely agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. I understand you're now taking a new path as a certified life coach. How do you how do website design and coaching come together in your world? So I started, I became a trained coach uh, this February and then I decided to go for certification. I'm, I'm done uh, next week, actually, the oh, end of amazing. a six-month journey. So it's been, it's been a journey and I feel uh, it was the perfect uh, way to complete the, 
who I am as a person, as a business owner, of course, but I'm a person before anything else. And that's where website design, you know, and life coaching are very connected because as a, as a business owner, you have a brand, but the brand is you and you're a person with emotion, with feelings. You have something to say. You want your voice to be amplified, but you need to know who you are. You need to understand, as we mentioned, you know, what's important to you, what you say yes to, no to. That's the big things that I always, you know, start with. So when, for example, people come to us about website design and we start asking someone right away about a list of things to do and what the about page and the services and all the a list of things that keep going and going because a website is a big thing, I always step, you know, down and ask them to take a step back and think about where they are, what is it about, what they're here to do and about them. So it's really about, you know, that connection, how those two are very connected especially as business owner because you are your brand you are the person you know that will have to talk to so many people the person will have to write the person will have to do a business plan talk to the accountant and there's a lot into that there's how you show up you know how you write your interaction with people and all of that is about life coaching so i'm really really happy because i feel like as part of the unique way we've been doing things before it was really about that and then now, like with becoming a certified life coach, I can really serve, you know, my client and tell them, what do you need right now? You need a website designer, you need a life coach. And the two will depend where they are in the journey, basically. So that's where I'm at. And it's been, a, it's been amazing. It's been a transformative on so many ways and bigger, huge learning curve. I think we all get into any kind of certification, want to learn and get a certification and accreditation. We end up learning so much about ourselves. And I can only then, you know, be to be there for people and to really listen and to really let people express what is it that they want to express. So it's been amazing. Yeah, I can really see that coming together because I find that sometimes even just working on um, copy for a website, people get stuck. And sometimes you don't know whether mm. that's stuck because something's going on in their life or stuck mm. because they're scared of taking that next step. And I think that that life coaching, you know, or just, you know, coaching, really would help to dig deep, you know, to help them overcome that. So I love it. It really, in my mind, it definitely, it, it works yeah, together. thank you. I can see it. You're smiling, but that's really <laughs> the way, because I think it's it's asking someone to write content, like for you, where someone comes to you asking to write content on a specific page, like a landing page, on an about or a service page. But you're so right. If we really listen and we really present with our clients they do get stuck and people get stuck for a reason and there may be something that's happening at home or when it's at work it's common when it's when it's something happening at work there's so much going on in a person's life we walk in so many areas where we have to act in so many ways but at the end of the day we are one person and we get affected you know so if someone has difficulty finding that word or the way to talk to you to describe something that's definitely something to go deeper and pause and ask them, you know, when it's possible in a safe and kind space, what's happening, like what, what's here now, what's going on to help mm -hmm. them slow down and hear their own voice for them to express what's going on really in order to move to the content page, you know, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's definitely something. Yeah. Th there's definitely a lot going on. Yeah. And it, it, it does get noisy and it's, it is good towards you're absolutely right mm, yes all right any plans for 2023 what, what's 2023 looking like for you so listen for the first time ever i'm smiling because i was asked a question not so long ago on an online networking group 
I've been running a business, several businesses for many, many years. And for the first time ever, I don't have a plan at the moment. I want to finish this year the most serene and calm as possible. I know this end of year can be triggering for many people, me included, for so many reasons. It gets busy and there's a lot of emotion and things around. I just want to realize how far I've come and make a list of all the things that I have done versus what I haven't done. And then, you know, like, you know, be aware to really be grateful of everything that's been happening, how much I learn. Take a big break. And then when I'll be back from the break, that will be the time where I want to be able to welcome 2023 and then look at planning and all those big work. But for the moment, it's about lending softly to the end of 2022 instead of, you know, projecting myself further. I think it's about slowing time right now. It's been a, it's been a big year for myself, for many people that I know. So for if we can and whenever we can, if it's possible, it's really inviting everyone to slow down and be kind to ourselves, you know, just to realize it's December. We had uh, many months behind us. Let's just go one step at a time. So no planning, really. I want to keep doing what I love with website design and the life coaching and seeing, I think I'm curious, I guess, to see how the two we really come, you know, together and, and the rest, everything that I am as non a business owner, all the things outside of work and running a business and all the, the travel I want to do, the trekking I want to take, the new recipe I want to try. I'm more into that big, uh, what else can I try and learn next year instead of going into a new, you know, business plan. I just want to finish softly, like a soft, uh, you know, when you, there's the takeoff and there's the landing. So I look at the, the end of the year as a soft landing right now. I love it. That's that's really nice, and it it feels feels right. Like yeah, sometimes you just need to finish one off and see how it goes. And mm. I find that sometimes when you force something, it doesn't feel light. It just feels really heavy. And and ideas do come together. Like they do in the end when you absolutely. stop forcing it. Absolutely. Yeah, I love what you're saying. Absolutely, and it's sometimes pushing it, but things will come together. And back to what we were saying. We need to look after ourselves because we are running businesses and all of that. So it's really the soft landing and realizing what has been, what has been achieved, what has been learned instead of the, what has not been done and falling into another list. So it's like 2023 will come. It will eventually be here. There's no way to escape that. So I tell, you know, let's finish together and look after all of us give ourselves a big hug and spend time with the people we love and go for walks and spend time with our family as much as we can and the rest like you see will fall into places the answer will come you know generally we will be here and that will be the time where i will sit down and then look at what will be the next months of the the years <laughs> yeah and i feel like creativity happens when you've had a break so yes it doesn't it doesn't come it just yeah for me it doesn't it's like sometimes I'm forcing myself to write something and it's like I just need a half an hour break to walk around the block and then I come back and I see things much more clearly and I think kind of happens with Christmas and and you know the end of the year season when you know, everyone has a break and kind of come back all more refreshed and motivated and I think that's a good time although it's not it's not the time that you think you should be planning because you you know we are always change plan before but I, I think mm. you know planning with a more refreshed motivated mind is you know and everyone at their own pace some people really love you know I have clients that still want to be finishing and have the plan and I think that's 
that part of the journey and it's their way of doing it, which there's no one way. We're back to what I mentioned. There's not one way. So I think for me at that time, and it's the first time I'm doing that, but I'm very curious about what it's going to be to let it go and to really mm-hmm. land uh, softly while other will need to have the plan ready and plan the first three months. So it's, again, it's what works for you works for you and that's right for you. So I guess it's more an invitation to really wonder, do I want to keep pushing? Or if I can, do I want to have a soft landing and welcome 2023 when I had a break, I'm more creative, things are flowing and now I really know what is that I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. I've been one of those people that have had to plan and wanted to plan before the end of the year. But what, what you're saying definitely resonates. I'll um, be changing things up this year. Marie, <laughs> yes. um, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, tell our listeners where they can find you? Um, I would say so the website to have a little bit of understanding um, what I do with my team, but I will say email for more personal question and all of that, if not Instagram, just for just to say hello, to ask a question, for feedback. I love this platform and I think it's a great way for the message to connect with people, but on a much more personal way. I'm still very good. I love my emails. I think it's a safe space and it gives people the time with words, as you know, to find exactly what is it that they want to write and the question they want to ask. So pretty easy. So I will say Instagram is Marina Dal Sharma and the email is marinadalfmuenly.com. So pretty, pretty easy. Great. Thank you. Um, and that's a wrap. Do you want to leave us with um, one last final takeaway or final thought after today? I have like, you know, I always have some and I keep changing. And when I'm asked the question, I never know. But listen, there's one thing that there's been, you know, coming back this year. And it's thanks to my husband. He always tell me what's the worst that can happen. <laughs> and I think it's a big thing that's been if you start putting it into context for pretty much everything it makes you really be curious and trust things and just take some time out uh, the big leap of faith into unknown realizing it's going to be okay and knowing you people and the people that care have your back and that we grow so much uh, out of uncomfortable situation so we say yeah the, what's the worst that can happen so to anyone out there that wants to try something new experiment give it a shot and try to see another version of themselves i'm like what's the worst that can happen it can only be good things because you get to learn and you get to try something new so that can be yeah it's so long it's all okay so that will be i will say i will stay with that i think it's been a good one i did a lot this year out of my comfort zone and each time you were telling me what's the worst that can happen and i even have it i'm looking at it i have a frame uh, written in calligraphy in front of me plus to the computer <laughs> Yes. What is yours? I know it's my question, but what is yours? I'm curious. <laughs> I don't know that I have one one big thing that I kind of live by, but I do I do agree with what's the worst thing that can happen. I've had to ask myself that a few times this year. What's the worst thing that can happen? Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of made me one of the things that I have on my wall is be the girl that decided to go for it. So oh, I love I, that. I really like that one. I, I guess I've just got a few mm. quotes written up. Yeah, I see you looking around, but I yeah. love that one. This is a very strong message. I love it. Be the girl who decided to go for it. Love yeah. that. And then I've, you know, got Care Bears up, you know, and it says hug a friend. <laughs> so I've got nice inspirational things around me, but I don't think I've got yeah, anything lots of- that I live by. <laughs> yes. Very good. 
Great. Okay, brilliant. And that's a wrap. And as always, kick-ass women and fellow work wives, remember, you're not alone because collaboration is power. And most importantly, we all get it. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.